Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to Back to Find Our Missing Black Children podcast. I'm your host, Cheyenne Cooper, and I also have a co-host by the name of Tierra Fletcher. I want to first say that I'm open to doing interviews if there's any locals interested. And if you'd like to donate to us, that can be done via Cash App at FOMBC22. 20% of the donations received will be donated to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. I apologize for the noise in the background. I have a four-year-old daughter who is on the autism spectrum and is rarely quiet here. <laughs> we will be discussing part two of the disappearance of Asia Gray. Today, we will be talking about the parents' involvement theory. First, let me say that I've had, had, I have had, sorry, many conversations on Reddit with other users. And many feel as though the parents are, are involved because it's so easy to do. I feel as though the family is not involved, and personal research has proved that. Although I am not law enforcement, I must say that if the parents were indeed involved in the daughter's disappearance, the case would have been solved 22 years ago. So most of the claims users made were not real. Like if you were a child in the, two, in the 2000s, you know that there is battery-operated clocks and plug-in clocks. If Aisha's family had a plug-in clock, that would make sense why there was a confusion about the time. When the power is off, plug-in clocks were set back to 12. I feel as though the trucker statements were valid because they work. They had to know what time is it is to make sure that they meet their destinations. I feel as though law enforcement probably investigated whether they want to work it, etc. So I do not feel as though the Blantons are involved in her disappearance either. Now, I want to talk about the father, um, people thinking the father is is involved because he left out to go get candy. Um, I honestly don't think that's uncommon because, you know, I know my father, he was very forgetful as well when it came to holidays and events and things like that. And I think it's so easy for the world to just point the figure at the parents because it seems like the easy way out. In my opinion, it all boils down to her being groomed. You know, the money that no one knows where it came from, she packed three articles of clothing and was seen wearing white on a dark highway. Her only interactions were at her school, her church, and home. So I don't think it's realistic that she ventured out at night and was kidnapped. You know, a couple months ago, I viewed a video someone made on the Finding Asian Degree and Other Missing Persons group page on Facebook. And at night, that highway is pitch black. So there was no way that she was on that highway for an extended period of time. And that would, that's what makes me believe that she was picked up first from her home. And that is why she wasn't wearing a coat. Like, honestly, like, if I'm going somewhere quick, I don't put a coat on my daughter. Like, if we're just getting directly into a car. This is before I got a car. Like, I'll bring the coat, of course. But I'm going to just let her just run into the car. So that's... One reason why I think she didn't bring a coat because, oh, I'm getting into the car, so it really doesn't matter. And then I feel like it was staged. The runaway theory was staged. So the individual or individuals might have just picked her up first. And then I'm thinking they staged the runaway. Um, staged, like, the items in the shed. They had her get out on the highway and walk to make it seem as though she was running away, possibly leaving, like, candy and footprints, things like that. They wanted to divert all energy away, all, like, all, like, um, anything pointing to them away from them. 
Um, and please keep in mind, I don't know what information law enforcement has. This is just purely my opinion. Um, so I want to jump back to the parents' possible involvement. I want to say that many have also voiced the fact that the family has been unwilling to speak to the public and has made comments about Ayakula's temperament. Honestly, as a mother myself, if I had people making accusations when I know I'm not responsible for my daughter's disappearance, I would probably react the same way. Now, I read in an article early on that people were calling the police department saying that Aisha's body was underneath the house um, because he just had concrete put down. And if someone did that to me, I would be like, yup, that is enough. That's, that is someone's, that this is not someone's lifetime movie. This is real life. Real people and real feelings. So I just think that everyone needs to keep that in mind before passing judgment. You know, I do believe the parents and brothers are innocent. However, I do wish that they would be more open to speaking to the public as far as doing a Q&A. So this can clear up some of the feelings that many people had. But honestly, the truth is that no one has made it easy for them to do so. You know, they have suffered judgment the past 22 years and missing is, and now missing is a 31 or 32 year old daughter. No. Um, so I was able to view the home on Trulia, and honestly, the home they lived in was fairly small, but just right for a family of four. So I, I myself have a home that is similar, and when people pull into my driveway, I cannot hear them. So I do think it's possible that whoever lured Asia out of her safe zone knew the home. They, they knew her schedule or questioned her about it. If they picked her up in their vehicle, it's possible they turned their lights off and parked on the side road waiting for her. Let's see. I did a couple, like, searches about Shelby, North Carolina. And honestly, it's a very small community. It's very small. Someone has to know something. Like, I'm from a small town myself, and everybody knows everybody. And everybody knows what happened, but in certain cases and situations, but of course keep quiet. Um, so if you have any information about the disappearance of Asia Degree, please contact the lead detective Tim Adams at 704-484-4822. And I just want to keep in mind that when it comes to a child, there is no such thing as snitching. If you know something, the time is now to speak on it. 